she's Coco, and he's Fran, and they want to know, how you feeling? Hey there, this is Fran from Later This Week with Coco and Fran. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. You know what I would enjoy? Financial support from listeners like you. Do you know you can support this podcast and the content we bring to you for as little as 99 cents a month? That's not too much. And let's be honest, you have nothing better to spend money on. Just follow the link in any episode description or go to our Instagram at Later This Week and find the link in our bio. We would really appreciate you for doing that for us because we love you so much. Hey, Fran. How you doing? Good, how are you? Good, where's your headphones? I don't have them. Uh oh oh were, were we supposed to test that out today oh i don't know i got i got mine on you can hear me loud and clear i can hear you perfectly sweet except for your um caribbean accent i can hear you <laughs> so i did a really 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 bad thing today uh-oh well i went to i pilgrimaged to merrickville oh and i went to Wickwitch stop it <laughs> i w- went there because i wanted to replenish this body spray that i buy there it's um, a moisturizing body spray and it's called the scarlet letter oh yeah and it smells delicious and while i was there they had a couple of new fragrances or candle scents and there was one called coven chow child 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 how many eyes are in that child a lot of a lot of eyes and you may find that in a box being sent to you at oh my god point. i'm excited Woo! And, you get a candle, <laughs> and you get a candle you get a candle and you oh it smells so good it smells so good. Oh, I've been shopping for some fatness to send you. Oh, shit. <laughs> it is legit, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I went there and then I went to, um, I don't think I took you to Pickles and Myrrh. Did I, did we take you there? When I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I think like so. That- Isn't that like a, like a, a little market? It was, no, that was, um. Mrs. McGarrigal's, the one with the mustards and whatnot. Oh, Lord have mercy. The other one, it's like this little, she makes handmade caramels and she sells all sorts of other kind of. Are those the caramels you sent us? Yes. Yes, I remember. Okay, but I don't think you went to the store. No, I know yeah. go. Yeah, so uh, I went there and I picked up another candle that I get from there, which coincidentally is actually made by Wickwitch. And they sell it at the, the Pickles and Myrrh store and it's called Sea Salt and Caramel, the, the, the candle. And whenever I burn it, it just smells heavenly in the house. You're just showing off. I know, I know. I, I love off, it. Because you have good stuff. Right? But um, next, in a couple of weeks, 
there's a a little thing called uh it's like a Merrickville a farmer's market or something like that that um that's like five minutes up the road from the the downtown area mm -hmm. um where there's going to be local vendors out there and 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 whatnot so i have it marked down on the calendar that i'm going to go so i will definitely go back to Wickwitch and get some more goodies oh i love it yeah i love it yep love it um all of this stuff all these uh places you're talking about i hope they're listening <laughs> yes so, so they, they really, can give you they can they give really, you some money they really should be a sponsor <laughs> i'm telling you so so what's on your mind how are you feeling i'm feeling good um well you and i had a conversation earlier today about um money oh yeah i remember it and getting paid and I, I, I took your advice okay. and I, I sent the person a, a message. However, yeah. the, the response that I got led me to believe that they were not having a particularly good day. So I didn't go any further in asking or broaching the subject with regards to paying me for my services. So yeah. just to let the listeners um understand what the f i'm talking about i recently did a a photo shoot and you know prior to the photo shoot we we had um discussed you know what my what my fee was and and whatnot and <clears throat> there was no further talk ab about it uh leading up to the shoot we 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 did it all i delivered the the proofs they they made their selections they they loved the photos and um there still hadn't been any mention um of of payment now this is a a, a good friend of mine so there's that awkwardness because when it's not a friend i have no problem sending out my invoice or you know even uh, i actually when it's when it's just a regular client, I I ask for a, a retainer first of all. It's like a twenty five percent retainer or, or whatever the percentage is, and then the payment is usually uh, made in in full, like the balance on the day of the shoot. So there's I never have to like chase people, but when it's someone that's you know a close friend, someone I trust, it's it's a a different situation. You know I'm not going to um, shake them down. Yeah, like it's it's not about that. And and I know that they're not trying to like swindle me or anything like that, but it's like a weird conversation to have. Mm. And you know, you your advice was to, you know, send send a message, you know, just kind of like break the ice type of message and then and then let that kind of conversation flow and then a subsequent comment along the lines of, uh, you know, so if you'd like to send an e-transfer or if you want to meet up and we can, uh, if you want to give cat, like whatever the mm -hmm. case may be, you know, that usually kind of opens, there's usually an opening in that respect. But like I said, the, the text that I sent or the response that I sent, not that they were trying to like brush me off or anything like that. I just got the sense that they weren't having a particularly good day um, None of us are. Right. 
So when people want money from us, we suddenly (laughs) don't have a good day. (laughs) So I just kind of, I just kind of dropped it. I let it go. And I said, okay, well, I'm just going to continue working on the photos. And um, once the photos are delivered, if at that point I haven't had any, any, you know, if I haven't heard back with regards to payment, then I'm going to obviously say something. Yeah. Um, because I don't want that awkwardness between us. And I know that this is, this truly is an oversight. I, I truly believe it's an oversight. I think people are just, you know, um, she has a daughter. So kids are going back to school. There's preparation. Why don't you just send them a song? Like, hey, have you ever heard this song? And you could send them that Rihanna song. Rihanna song. Yeah, that isn't uh, <laughs> passive aggressive Bitch at all. Bitch better have my money. <laughs> Bitch better have my money. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know any friend out there owes me money you're gonna get a song tonight <laughs> i love it i love it but yeah so that was that was my day so i think i you know i feel better in the sense that i'm just gonna like i'm not gonna let it bother me right now i think i was just stressing too much about it because there hadn't been any word mentioned um but i'm i also have that habit of like getting so worked up in my head you know, so you I'm get just, every you work up about everything. I do. I really do. Jesus Christ. And, Have a drink. And it's funny because it's like I had a conversation with my mom recently about stuff. And I realized that all of my behaviors, the things that, that drive me crazy come from her. Mm-hmm. It, it 100% comes from her. So yeah. I'm just trying to like chill a little bit so and your, um, your mother's song is bitch better have my hummus <laughs> bitch better have my hummus <laughs> i had some hummus today with the you delicious. Did. pronounce it properly hummus 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 what <laughs> what is that what's that i never heard it on my life oh you mean hummus fuck so i'm sorry to listeners i'm flemmy um so today I actually talked to a friend of our podcast. Woo! We got the lots one, of- the one and only Tony from MLVC. Nice. And we're casually talking about random, random randomness. And just for all of you listening, it's never X-rated because I'm not allowed. <laughs> And I hope he's listening. <laughs> he is such a saint. Oh, Tony, we love you. He's such a romantic. That's why. He's a romantic. Yeah, he's so, he's so like 1950s, like, you know. You're terrible. Grease jacket. <laughs> cigarette pack rolled in his sleeve. Oh, or no, no cigarettes. No cigarettes. No cigarettes. Like oh, cough okay. drops. A package of cough drops. Love it. I love it. <laughs> because he's like so straight and narrow. Like when I talk to him, I'm always thinking of that song. Remember that song? Um, you don't smoke, you don't drink, what do you do? Oh, the you Adam Ann song? You don't drink, don't what? smoke, what you do, you do, you don't drink, don't smoke. Goody two shoes. Yes, goody two shoes. That's him. That's him. Goody two shoes. Really? So Oh my God, half his problems would be solved if he had some anonymous sex. <laughs> Jesus. I hope he's listening. But anyway, we're in the conversation and he's like, I said, oh, um, we said something about talking. 
And I said, oh, I haven't talked to you in a while. I said, it's not like you're Coco. I mean, I talk to her every day. And he goes, you talk to her every day? He's like, wow. And then he mentioned a person and goes, people usually think I talk to that person every day, but I don't. Like, yeah. It's an interesting dynamic, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's our show. We might as well just say it. You want to? Go ahead. No, let I'm, the not. Word, let I'm not. I hate when it's thrown on me. Let the um, words come out of your mouth. <laughs> nope. Nope. I found Christ. I'm not going there. So anyway, what are you talking about tonight? Because I mean, I'm just joining you on the show today. <laughs> dare you? How dare you put the onus on me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love onus. She has no teeth, but I love her. Onus. <laughs> What are we talking about? Okay, so you recently did a post, Mm -hmm. if this is what you wanted to talk about. You recently did a post on our, uh, at later this week, Instagram account about is whether or not it's right to keep secrets from your partner, your spouse, your significant other, Mm -hmm. whomever. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, there, there were a few comments, and I definitely lean on the side of, yes, it's okay to keep secrets. And we're not talking about, like, I mean, there, whatever secrets you keep, it's up to you. But I think it's important to have that, that line of, or, or that distinction between who you are and who your partner is, and then what the relationship is. I think- yes. I think it's so important to have mm-hmm. autonomy and to have individuality. And, you know, like, you know, if Chris, for example, was, was to look at my, my phone, you know, it's not like I have these scandalous things on my phone. Really? Well, yeah, I do. <laughs> I was talking about the stuff I sent you. Well, I always show them to him. You should. But, but it's like, it's conversations that I have with friends are my friends, you know, they're private conversations or um, things that I feel, things that I dream about, things that I think about, uh, emotions that I feel, not everything needs to be said. It's exhausting. It really is exhausting. It's I mean, exhausting yes, if you have to report back to your significant every single time. It, it really is. You know, I mean, it's like toilet paper was on sale today. I didn't want to keep that from you. It's, it's too much. It truly is too much. Uh, and and regard, you just hinted on something with regards to how much we, we tell where there are people who feel like they need to mention every movement that they do mm-hmm. to their to their significant other and i it is exhausting yes um i mean if that's the expectation i don't i don't know if i'd be able to be in a relationship like that you know what i mean i mean we have to set the standard right well, like of course. you have to set the standard in the beginning yeah i mean if you're telling your significant other everything and then a year into your relationship you're only telling them 50 percent they're gonna win yeah yeah and then they're going they're like okay um but also remember there's also a respect clause that i believe in Mm -hmm. and the respect clause is for instance let's use you as an example because you like being used i do and 
you know, you have a friend call you um, and they're like, it was Raya. No, Raya, she's, she's cheap. I'm not going to put her on. It's, it's Maya. Maya's perfect. Okay. Maya calls you and Maya's like, hey, you know what? Um, I got two tickets that aren't being used for this long weekend at this new exclusive spa somewhere or something like that. And she wants you to go. Mm-hmm. You don't have to say to Chris, can I? Oh, no, it would never but be. You, a- but you would tell him respectfully because, you know, it wouldn't be fair to him if you woke up on Saturday and you weren't there for the whole weekend. For sure. Because, I mean, who's going to cook? Right. I know that's right. <laughs> he's listening right now. I hope he is. <laughs> Even though he's got his headphones on playing his video games, he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, uh, Habibi. 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 Where's my breakfast? What does he call? What does he call you? It's not Habibi. What does he call you? Um, Colleen. No, you guys got like these. I call him Babela. Yes, that's what it is. But he doesn't really have a nickname for me. Babela. Sometimes he'll say Mein Lieben. <sighs> Lord have mercy. But that's it. But it's it's you know he's coming down the stairs and he's like stumbling because he hasn't had coffee yet, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> And he's just like down the stairs and you're like, not there. Like you didn't even realize that you'd even, you wouldn't even sleep in the bed with him. Right. <laughs> because the porn he's watching is that good. Oh my God. You're so funny. you're not there. He comes down the stairs and he's stumbling. He's like, <laughs> and I mean like growly growl. And he's babela, baby. <laughs> Habibi. Habibi. He's he's never relied on me to 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 like make him breakfast. All right, that's not the point of the fucking story. He wakes up and he doesn't see you because you took off and you didn't you didn't tell him. Yeah. Because you don't have to ask. No, but I I I certainly don't have to ask if if a plans you know came up with friends or whatever, but I do tell him. I'd be like, hey, Maya's, uh, Maya gave me tickets. I'm going to go, I'm going to go check them out with, like, whatever and you know, And you know, it, it would be Maya. I'm sorry? It would, it would be Maya. It wouldn't be many of your other friends. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah that whole idea of asking permission, I can't get behind it. No, no. But it's also like, you know, going back to the, um, going back to the whole idea of telling your partner everything. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a level of guilt. Like I've had friends of mine who are just like, I can't do that. I can't like, Oh my, I mean, in my lifetime, I can promise you when I tell you this, I have probably gone out with collectively 15 to 16 male friends that I've been to a strip bar a strip, what do you call it, strip joint? What do we call it nowadays? Yeah, strip club. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, and collectively, probably over 90% of the guys I went with swore me to secrecy when we left. Which is so bizarre. Like, I don't get that. I don't get that. I mean, there's been times where I haven't, and I'll come home and tell Jen all about it. Exactly. But I'm the typical, like, let me walk you through being a strip club. 
Yes, please. Be as this, descriptive as possible. This is me at a strip club. Mm-hmm. I walk in and I look at the whoever's on stage, male or female. I end up having interviews with them afterwards. I literally, like, there was one girl after a strip show, she came over and she was just like, hey, I like your beard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to medical school. Did she, right? really, did she really talk? She like was. That? She was. She was squeaky as hell, like a door that was just Ugh. crackling open. She was like, I'm going to medical school. I'm like, meanwhile, I thought she was like the greeter at Walmart. Like, that's the, that's the level of education that I was faced with. Terrible. So I was asking her, I said to her, like, what brought you here? Well, I'm going to medical school. And I'm like, was this the only job that you could find? Because honestly, strip clubs are not paying what they used to. I'm sure they make really good money with tips. Sure. But you know where they really make the money. Yes. Those, those back room lap dances. Those champagne rooms. Yep, I, don't champagne. Know, I don't even know if that's what they're called anymore. I mean, you might get something on your pants, but it won't be champagne. It won't be champagne. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Unless that's her name. Shit. <laughs> um, yeah, it's rough. So when I go to strip clubs, I always have friends who are like, even half drunk talking out of the side of their mouth. Don't tell my girlfriend we were here. But I mean, okay, so what, what's the reasoning that is it? I don't know. You don't care about stuff like that. I mean, God, you wish Chris would go to a strip club. (laughs) But I mean, in all honesty, strip clubs are boring. Why do you think I'm interviewing them afterwards? Because that's more interesting to me. Like it's not, it's, it's just boring. Because people, the reason why strip clubs are so popular still, because I think a lot of people who go feel like it's giving them attention Mm -hmm. and they, they step out of the idea that, see, for me, I think it's the performer in me. I watch somebody on stage and I'm like, they're here to entertain us. We're paying them. They're here to entertain us. If we didn't have money, they wouldn't be here to entertain us. But because we have money, they're putting on a show. It's like Broadway. If you don't have money, they're not letting you in. So it's the same thing. And meanwhile, you get people who are in the audience watching these people dance. And they're like, oh my God, they love me. They love me. You remember my English friend, Grum. Mm-hmm. So when he had his bachelor party, which is a hundred years ago, and they got divorced. So it doesn't matter. I talk all about it. <laughs> so he had his bachelor party and we went there and he had all of his English friends right there, front row, in their, you know, Brooks Brothers vests, and it was in the middle of the summer mm-hmm. with the teeth. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> British teeth. I mean, it, <laughs> windows in a haunted mansion. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. So they're all front row and there was this woman I'll never forget. She was this Asian woman with this platinum blonde wig on. And the guy next to me goes, do you think that that's her real hair color? No. No. That's what he was concerned about? Well, part two. (laughs) He's standing there next to me with a wad of money in his hand, like rolled up like 20s, 
tens all probably at least two or three hundred dollars worth of and he's holding it and mm-hmm. she keeps coming over to dance for him and he keeps turning to me go do you think she loves me do you think she wants me i was like no she wants your money that's why she hasn't danced with me once because i have no money in my hand he wants to believe the fantasy that this, yes. woman, this woman is like attracted because when you got teeth like that and a woman is dancing for you that brings up the self-esteem bro right well, she <laughs> wants me <laughs> damn crackle teeth so why did he like why was he ruining the moment by asking these questions and not just letting it flow he was drunk fuck and he was from england but you know seriously look they walk out of these clubs they turn to me out of the side of their mouth and they're like please don't say anything don't tell anyone yeah they that like slow sounding oh yeah drunk 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 Drunk. but i'm just like i don't know i mean god knows you know my history of going to if you for all of you who want to go back to our historic episodes (laughs) the episode about boothy season one was it was it in season season (laughs) 0.1 and it was like seriously like i we used to go to boothy all the time Mm-hmm. there was no secrets there because we all talked about it yeah you know and and you see stuff in boothy you would never see in the strip club yeah exactly. you see stroke and doke stroke and doke but it's yeah. like i i don't know maybe we're coming at it from a from a, a perspective that you know we've seen things <laughs> yeah. we've, we've got ptsd maybe uh-huh but it's like yeah strip clubs are 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 fine you know i'm not i certainly wouldn't be offended if if chris went to a strip club like who cares but you know in all honesty it's not there's nothing you know maybe if i went with a bunch of friends and we just watched the show i would totally do that yeah why not let's do it and make fun of the bad shoes i can see you now I told you I went to. Uh, I see you now. Are those espadrilles? Uh, there will never be an espadrille on that stage. I'm telling you right now. Unless you were be. seeing the show in Mexico. Or Yugoslavia. <laughs> Is Yugoslavia even a country under here? It's like Albania. Uh, but I told you I went to a male strip club once. Oh, Lord, I can't wait. Child that's rough that's rough it was in montreal and mm-hmm. go on you can tell that the majority of the men were on the short side here we go and you know they were like you know muscular and greasy looking but <laughs> you could make this more hot i mean honestly they're short and greasy and you're like i, I hope you're not the pr person for this club i am being 100 truthful though he's like they're short and greasy come on in come Three on drinks in. for everyone <laughs> wednesday's <laughs> ladies night i mean yeah they, they got nice bodies i guess it's it's not necessarily the type of body that i'm attracted to but um you know and maybe they guys that can dance i imagine are typically better in bed 
uh but okay. it's like I, I, this is the assumption um so it's like it builds this whole fantasy that you know women are are watching all of this and whatnot um not just women anyone who's there um but it's like there's nothing there's there was nothing about it that was a turn on for me like it legit was almost comical <laughs> i mean you kind of bring me off topic and i promise to come back but you just reminded me as you said women watching these strippers i had a friend recently who said he wanted to be a um <clears throat> a, a hustler a prostitute uh, i don't know yeah, yeah i don't know the proper term Mm-hmm. So I said to him, he's heterosexual. I said to him, you know, you're not really going to make money from the women. You're going to have to have sex with men. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no. And I'm like, trust me. Yeah. There are, there, women are not going to pay for it. Yeah. There are much fewer women mm-hmm. who are going to pay for sex. Yeah. I'm sorry. When you see those movies and like those women are paying for it, I'm like, in what world? Yeah. We need to I, get them on the show. I've never seen a woman pay for sex. Why would they? Right? Why would they? Yeah. I wonder if this person would have sex with men for money. Please. I'd have sex with an olive branch for money. Whatever gets it. I mean... <laughs> Honestly, at this point in life, whatever pays the bills. <laughs> if somebody still wants to scratch it, they can have it. Scratch a datch. <laughs> scratch a datch. I don't know what that means. <laughs> scratch a datch. That's a stroke of oak. That's a different kind of stroke of oak. So, don't you think people get heated when we talk about relationships and and? confidentiality and dishonesty and but I also think it's very interesting because you know who I would love to get their perspective on this Mm. is Akila well you just said something that I don't necessarily uh, you know the idea that um, having privacy or keeping things confidential or to yourself doesn't necessarily mean that you are being deceitful no i don't think you are yeah i mean every time you take a every time you take a dump whatever time you take a dump you're going to tell your significant other and is that a secret if you keep it from them no i mean i don't care yeah but i think that's the perception that people have that if you keep if you don't tell your partner everything or if you yeah. keep secrets that you're somehow being deceitful yeah right you know which is oh, yeah it's not the case no no yeah. but listen don't believe us yeah and i think it's interesting because i think we've gotten to a point now where there's even this guy that was online and I wish I could find his Instagram and I was trying, but I couldn't. He was some guy who was talking about relationships and he was like, you should be in a relationship with someone where on any given day of the week, they should ask to see your phone and you should be able to hand it to them and they should be able to look through it. Why? What's that going to prove? 
Well, his point is if you have nothing to hide. I get it. But it's like. You don't want to go through my phone, trust me. No, and you don't want to go through my phone either. You don't want to go through my phone. Because you know most of the stuff that's in my phone, I've sent it to you. Exactly. My big thing is because I have client photographs on my phone on an app. Mm -hmm. This is a private thing. Like I treat it like as if it's one of my hard drives at home. Mm. You know? Yeah. So, well, now that you say that, I mean, me too. I mean, my, <clears throat> I have a lot of stuff on my phone that's confidential about work. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have a lot of work stuff. Yeah. You know, like people's names and emails and stuff. Like, exactly. Not that, you know, your significant other, that's so like, ooh. But I think his point was if you're texting someone, you know, you're sending a side tit or something like that to somebody. Listen, aside from the conversations that I have with you and the nasty photos that you send me. Never lies. None of my, none of my texts are scandalous. I mean. My, just to clarify for people listening, mm. the photos I send you are a bit controversial, mm-hmm. but they are not smutty. They lies. Are not, <laughs> lies. You, who has the microphone right now? I'm trying to explain myself. Okay. <laughs> it is slightly controversial provocative yes but does not go over the line at all so you're saying it's tasteful crass i never said it was tasteful (laughs) (laughs) but you know definitely something i think you need exposure you need that exposure because i'm 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 amish i don't i don't see any of that stuff saint anthony (laughs) Anthony. <laughs> I love him to death. He asked me on the phone if I was really, because I'm always joking about porn and I'm always like, oh, you're afraid of porn. You don't like porn. And he thinks he hates me, right? Mm. And he's just like, no, but seriously, are you really that? And I was like, no. I said, I only look for it for Coco. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> But then he he told me this whole other story, which we've gone full circle about how he went away on a trip with someone who was obsessed with go-go boys. Okay. And, and he thought that was gross because he was like, oh, who puts money in a G-string? And I was like, how else are you going to get a drink? Oh, my God. Right? That's the easiest way. <laughs> yep. But let me tell you. That's funny. Go tell it on the mountain. Over the hills. Um, yeah, so I think a lot of, of a lot of people out there, I think they're contemplating. Um, I want people to think about when was the last time you felt like you kept the secret from the person that you were with. And I guarantee you it wasn't a secret. I think a lot of couples, I'm not bringing out statistics, but I think a lot of couples, probably the, the number one thing they lie about is money. Yeah. I don't even think it has to do with extracurricular activity. Yeah, I, I, I can agree. Like I would agree. I, I have to tell you, one of my earliest experiences of couples and money mm. was working in retail. And as I've said on the show before, I always worked in high-end retail. So it was always really expensive shit that people came in buying. And I remember once a woman came in and she was buying something. And I think her total was like $200, maybe $250. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And she was like, Kim comes up to the register. You bring her up 250. Thank you. It's $250. She's like, she takes out a credit card and she's like, put $50 on this. Yes. Put $50 on this. I'm going to give you 150 in cash. And then I want to use this gift card. And you're like, I just did four transactions just because she's trying to move money around like she's Switzerland. Well, I think that there's another issue there. She clearly cannot afford what she's spending. No, I think she was hiding. She was moving the money around. I think because she didn't want to, she didn't want to let her husband see it. We mm-hmm. had women who did that all the time in retail because they don't want their husbands to see one chunk of $250 on one card and be like, what did you buy? Mm. And she was spreading it out. That's crazy. Yeah, it le- no paper trail. So here's another question then that kind of goes along that same line. Do you think it's important to have separate credit cards? Um, I don't think it's important, but I think if it works for you, absolutely. I think it's all the level of the relationship you have. Like if everything is shared, mm-hmm. like half and half, Yeah. what's the point? Like if you're splitting the bills... What's the point? Well, I'm thinking like, okay, me as, a, as an example, prior to me being with Chris, I, have, I had my own credit card. It's in my name. I opened it. Boom. Um, we are together. We have a joint uh, banking uh, bank account and we have two joint credit cards. Like two separate credit cards, but we're, we're joint. I still maintain my my soul mm-hmm. because it's because it's my under my name sure you know and i think it's i think in terms of finances and autonomy i like that and i prefer that sure i think it's a preference i don't think people have to do it no i don't think it necessarily gives people clear independence you know, there's probably people listening right now is like, I've got my own bank account. I've got my own credit card. But meanwhile, they're asking permission to walk out the front door. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. not freedom. No. You know, but I don't care. I mean, it's like whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. I have my separate stuff. Jen has her separate stuff. We have our joint stuff. I don't know. I lose track of it because at the end of the day, you know, all the, all the, the money that's going towards those bills, no yeah. matter whether it's mine or hers, is all coming out of the same pot. Yeah, exactly. We're all contributing. Yeah. No. So sure. I, I'm not worried about that. I mean, I think a lot of people that in the past that I've worked with, even women that I've worked with in companies, they would have their own credit cards that their husbands didn't even know about. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I've seen that with my, with, with family where they have a, a secret credit cards. Yeah. Yeah. And you need it. Yep. In case you got to flee the country. Right. I mean, especially in your family. <laughs> you never know. There was a I, I can't remember if I mentioned this or not, but I'm going to mention it anyway. Um <laughs> not, not without my daughter? Yeah, I saw that movie. No. <laughs> so my father's sister who okay. has since passed away Mm -hmm. So my aunt, her, she has, um, I don't know how many kids, but growing up her, her kids 
who were who are our cousins they were much older than us we always referred to them growing up as aunts and uncles they were like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know we just always referred to them as as such but anyway one of them so one of my cousins she you know she's in she's probably in her 60s right now um married children all of that stuff she received a call recently from someone from the motherland claiming that she was her half sister Mm. allegedly her so my cousin's father so my my uncle whom i never met like he he had died before you know we were born um allegedly had an affair and it hasn't Mm. been hasn't been you know confirmed confirmed or anything like that but to get a phone call from someone yeah. saying that i am mm-hmm. your half sister how I mean, he was he was getting into some habibi he was getting into some hummus and baba ganoush <laughs> he's uh, he's like i want to see a fatouche but yeah how scandalous is that scandaloso scandaloso wow getting a yeah. phone call yeah being like, I am your sister. Click. <laughs> but apparently she must have given enough information for for my cousin to be to to take this seriously. Uh-huh. I, I imagine, you know, I, I had a heard- I had a client who told me a similar story that in her 60s, hmm. my client is in her 60s, she gets a call a few years back from a woman who lives in northeast the northeast of america Mm -hmm. and my client lives in the central south east of america and she gets a random call this woman says is your was your dad's name john smith and she was like, uh, yeah. And when she told me her dad's name, I was like, yeah, that's a, that's an odd name. You yeah. It's not For a, those of you listening, it's not John Smith. It's it, it wasn't a common name. No, no. It was like, you know, uno bumbuno. You know what I mean? Like. You always do that right when I'm about to take a sip of something. Is your father's name uno bumbuno? Yes. 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 And that's like something that you Google and it's only one uno bumbuno. You know, except for the wrestler from Poland. And yes. <laughs> so you're like, Uno Bambuno. And she's like, Whoa. <laughs> yes. And she's like, and I can just see it because in my brain, I turn everything into like all my children. She's like, I am your sister. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and they ended up meeting up, and it was like, Wow. What was funny though, she met her sister. Her sister not only it was half sister, of course, but sister. She met her and she was like, even before they had like, because they had the um the thing that, you know, the, the DNA test that you do. Oh, the 23 and me. And they found you can pay extra and you can find like if there's other people that match your DNA. Yeah, yeah. So they that's how they found Uno Bambuno. Uno and, Bambuno. And then she meets her sister get ready for this Uh not only does her sister look exactly like her 
but she does the same thing for a living. Wow. Yes. That's crazy. Yep. Yep. Wow. That's awesome. So, but it's funny because you hear that a lot, you know, but we went full circle because it's all about trust. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're out there, if I do what? No, um, you just reminded me of the 23andMe. You you haven't done that yourself. No, we're doing it this year. Yes. I can't wait to hear those results. I mean, I said this to a friend of ours this summer and I was like joking around and I'm like, you know, mine's going to come back and it's going to be all jacked up. I'm going to be Turkish. And (laughs) and he stops and he goes, you're joking, but yeah, you're going to be Turkish. There's going to be Turkish in you somewhere. Absolutely. So all roads lead to Turkey. (laughs) I don't even look Italian. People are always like, oh, no, you're, I'm like, I don't look like any of my cousins. No? No. My cousins all look like, um, what's his face from uh, Life is Beautiful? Like, younger version of him. Oh, like the actor? Bertolini. Really? Bertolini? Isn't that his name? Is that him? I don't know. But yeah, um, I know who you're I should, know, I should know that Ginzo. <laughs> I, I don't know your name. I don't forget. I forget what your name is. I don't know. Uno but, Bambuno. Uno Bambuno. Now, whenever I don't know someone's name, <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. Uno Bambuno. The Polish wrestler is back in America. Get your tickets now. <laughs> Uh, one night only (laughs) but yeah um yeah all my cousins they all they look italian yeah you know like they're they're you know we're an attractive family (laughs) but i definitely don't look italian yeah you know like people see my name and they're like oh but i said this before how many times i walk into a store and somebody starts talking to me in arabic in north jersey (laughs) that's because of your beard no, I think it's it's even before that. You know, I haven't had a beard my whole life. Um, and then they either think that or they think I'm Greek. Yeah. Well, it's it's the same thing with me. You're along the Mediterranean. You're going to get any one of those countries. Right. Right. You know? And they see your snodge. <laughs> snodge. <laughs> they see your snodge. Your snodge. <laughs> snodge in Arabic is nose. So anyone knows. What is nose in Arabic? I don't know. And I'm not going to look it up because those little swirls and dots are going to come up. I don't even know what that means. I can't remember. I always draw blanks when I need to like come up with something. Anyway. You're going to look it up. It's going to be Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. <laughs> Shaka Khan. What do you mean we are Shaka Khan? Shaka Khan. <laughs> such a great song. It is a good song. Ever. It oh. never gets old. Nope. Nope never gets that's, old that's one of those songs that if i heard it on while in like you know we don't have cvs's here but any store i'm i'm grooving saturday i'm leaving the liquor store mm. i swear this is a true story i pay and i'm getting my stuff together and what comes on in the liquor store keep on moving don't stop that. That's familiar. Um, soul to soul. Oh God. Remember? Old, old school. Keep on moving, don't stop. No, keep on moving. 
keep on moving, don't stop, no. And then if I went back in the car and tried to find it, it just loses momentum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like if Tracy Chapman Fast Car comes on, I might even ask CBS <laughs> to repeat it. <laughs> like, can you guys play that again? Can you rewind that? They're like, I know you're filling someone's prescription, but can you go in the back? <laughs> I know you're giving someone a COVID vaccine, but can you go in the back? Oh my God. <laughs> oh man. All right, guys, we gave you truth. We gave you lies. We gave you Uno Bambuno. Oh, the star of the century. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? I, this is it. You're and done. I hope this was the episode you wanted because you have been this is begging. gonna be the episode you're getting anyway you were like the, you were begging for a feel-good moment i was she was she we we haven't had one of our set like conversation sesh sesh we have lots of seshes during the course of the week but we never record them because they're too escandalos scandaloso you know why because the names are never changed to protect no. the innocent. <laughs> They're never. never changed to protect the innocent. We're always like, can you believe that bitch? <laughs> but I'm, tell I'm, us anything. <laughs> now what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a thing now where I'm just going to talk about Tony until he listens to the episodes. Just to see if he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be like, I can't believe you're talking about that. Stop it. I love it. I love it. So yeah. th- these are all tests. They are. Tests for Tony. Uh, all right. Alrighty. I'm going to go shave my armpits. I'm going to go shave my back. <laughs> Fuck. All right. <laughs> Have a good night. Uno. Bambuno. <laughs> <laughs>